So, there I was. Nearly free and no longer alone. Sure, I had bested the slick sickles and perhaps made some new friends along the way. But if we were to make it out of those tunnels alive, it would take more than a bit of rock-solid percepting and a rogue feline with a sixth scent for danger. Nah, one thing was clear. We were going to have to start working as a team. And in that moment, it occurred to me that this group might be at a real disadvantage. Ren, you kind of pushed through and you're half on your hands and knees and heard Leaf say that there was some kind of a light going towards the west end of the cave-in. You make your way closer and closer and you realize that it wasn't actually a light, but just a reflection from the orb that was produced by Greer. You kind of move some sand off of it, some of the caved-in dirt, and you see that it's one of the scimitars of the pirates that you guys encountered in the sewers before. You can infer from this that... They may have taken care of one of your traps for you. Oh, I don't like this. Looks like our our friends from earlier found a trap, and it looks like I'm still stuck in this godforsaken hole. Does there seem to be, like, so it's caved in, like, completely, there's not a way through this, right? Continuing that way? Uh, you can do an investigation check for me if you like. All right, so Leaf is like, oh, I think we should go to East End. And then Grin goes that way because he saw a light and, like, that's not towards East End. And then I walk back that way and I see what you see. Check to see if there's a way around. 12. It seems like it's completely blocked off from that direction. It would take a little bit of time. Actually, my investigation is slightly higher than my perception and I was wrong. It's it's a 13. You can get through. There's <laughs> <laughs> actually a door to your left. <laughs> and a man uh, ushering you inside. You see, like, a boot hanging out. It looks like different parts of them buried under this rubble, not moving. It seems impassable at this moment, and it seems like it would take you a while to unearth it. You're not familiar with cave systems, and you're worried that you might cause even further cave-in from this direction. You look back. You see Diana's face looking at you. You see Kamaya's face looking back at you. Gren is still kind of near you as well. Marmy... Greer, all of you companions in this strange star-crossed path that you've been drawn to, you feel a little lost, a little stressed, a little cramped, but the tunnels await. I'm going to fucking try digging. Gently. <laughs> because I'm a man of culture. Sorry, uh, Green Green was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you, can you help with the rocks? Mate, I don't know if it's really worth going to all that trouble. Well, this trap's already been set off. I mean, what are the odds that they set another trap off? I don't like No, being, I'm not saying there's more it's, traps. There's, just there's a lot of rocks, and I don't really want to be down here any more than you do, and I think it might make more sense to backtrack, actually, than try to lift all these rocks out of the, the way. I mean, you could stay here for a few hours, and we could sort of hunk down and maybe take take a rest, but, I mean, there's plenty of the tunnels to explore, and maybe we'll get through a little quicker. Uh, while they're talking, Leaf is picking up the rocks that uh, Grant had already set down and putting them back <laughs> in the rubble. Um, hey, guys, maybe, like, Gren, I don't know, maybe we should go through, uh, an opening, um, that's, uh, not, not full of rocks? I don't, I mean, maybe that would be 
Yeah, yeah, fine. This better. You, where, 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 where do we go? There's other options, I think. Right, right, Gr. I've got a map. I show everyone the map. Ooh, nice map. Are we trying to end somewhere, or are we just clearing traps? Here's the thing. I've got the map, and Nebasha comes after us. It's it's like he's ruthless, but not very bright. So if you all want to do something else, it's up to you. But I don't really know why you're even working for this guy in the first place. He's a bit of a tosser. I don't know if that's the thing Aussies say. <laughs> I think it is. He's a bit of a drongo. <laughs> Dingoes ate his baby. <laughs> Sorry. I'll cut that out. Please don't. Well, we're officially not airing in Australia. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, I've just been kind of going with the flow. I, I felt a little bit like I needed to get out of there as quickly as possible. And, and I didn't ask a lot of questions because you seemed very willing. But, I mean, if you guys have another mission or if you're looking to do something else like I mean what's the deal what, why are you all down here well we started to come down into these caves because we found a blood stain on the docks here and we were originally investigating a murder that happened in the district of Harp so we figured another blood stain could reveal where the person I saw commit this crime could have ended up are you like detectives or something? Not at all. So, you're all looking for a murderer? I saw what he looked like. Yeah, we don't know for sure if he is. There might be another guy. I think what you're asking is, oh, are we like working for the government? Because we're not. You don't have to worry about that at all. If you get what I'm saying, you don't have to worry about that at all. No offense, mate. You don't really look like you come from an official agency of any sort. You're kind of ragtag, but... Y'all look like you're searching for something. What do you hope to find down here? Uh, can I, like, kind of nudge uh, Diana over? No, over here? Yeah, I'll come over. You've literally just been catcalled. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. Ew. Um, so, like, kind of motion towards Grim. I never saw them in uh, any of the dreams. Did, did you ever see this character? No, no, but I, I have a good feeling about them. I don't like trusting people more than I need to, but I feel like there is something with this group of... You don't dream about someone you've never seen. Meet them the next day and witness a murder together outside of some sort of destiny or invention. Do we tell them about it or do we not? It's a big question you just asked me, Josh. (laughs) Who's Josh? (laughs) (laughs) That was Shayna. <laughs> Where I come from and the things I've seen, I know that everything happens for a reason, and I don't think we have anything to worry about. All right, then. Hey, Greer. Hi. So here's the deal. We met in a dream, and uh, then we witnessed a murder. Now we're in a tunnel, and you're here. Welcome to the team. First of all, that's wicked. <laughs> Second of all, dream sharing is so incredibly rare. Is it? So incredibly rare. I don't really know what it means. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert. I'm not a mystic. But it seems a bit like destiny. I don't know. 
Yeah, so it was super wild. It was also kind of terrifying, right, guys? It was not a good dream. Some might call it a nightmare. I don't know. Um, but now we're all friends. <laughs> You've been together a while now? It's felt like forever. I love you guys. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> So Gren's going to pull out his special rock. He's going to look at it. What does he see? Do a perception check for me. What what kind of stone is it? Is it more of a marble or... It's certainly imported. Um, John, I rolled an 11. You notice that your stone is starting to glow a slightly less faint green, as if you've gotten closer to your destination. It's a horrible way to say that the flat rock started glowing brighter. Less faint is a weird, weird way to go. It's grown less faint. Yeah, so it, it was very lighter. faint. I don't think we want to make a habit of criticizing the DM. Because it's no longer not harder they hold to the possibly see. <laughs> this is part of hey, my quiet, MO. Quiet while I roll dice to I'll see if Leaf is a new character yeah, developing next I'll session. Be, I'll be sitting and smiling Ooh, while you both fifth talk. Fifth by a rock. Exactly, man. You're a lucky man. <laughs> I mean, lucky, lucky it, man. That rock is looking a little wiggly. Um, so yeah, your stone, slightly more greenish. I pull a flat stone out of my pocket, and it's just sort of slightly green. I'm going to turn to Greer. So you think the slick sickles aren't bright enough to do basic espionage work? No, it's not that I think that they couldn't get out there and get some intel. I think that could be very valuable. I don't really know a lot about espionage. Uh, my background is in ranging, so I've traveled a bit. But I guarantee you, rangers don't say their expertise is in ranging. <laughs> oh, definitely in, a, in expert in roguing. I won't interrupt you again. <laughs> that was just too funny. <laughs> We're getting a joint email from John and Mathar tomorrow saying there's a new cast and we need to be moved out by nine. <laughs> Mathar's on his phone. He's pretty sure from the John <laughs> right now. Barbering. I think it's like, barbering. To be quite John. clear, myself, Shayna, and Leslie are still in this. <laughs> That's true. Adjective kind. ranging. Vary or extend between specified limits. That's fine. Did you find that from the John Graham Dungeon Master Dictionary or the uh, online whatever the fuck you looked at dictionary? Oh, shit. It just told me to go fuck myself. Oh. <laughs> I hate it when dad and dad fight. Hey. <laughs> air, air high five. Hey, love you. <laughs> Anyways, I apologize. I won't interrupt again. These tunnels are dangerous. And honestly, I don't think whatever they're offering is worth the risk. So, I mean, do what you like with that. But I don't, I don't really know that it's worth it, the time. Well, do we even need these tunnels now? Here's the thing. The tunnels themselves are extremely valuable from my perspective. Retrieving these traps and helping Nibesha going back in that direction is something that I just don't think I'd waste the time with if you guys have uh, bigger things uh, at play. And it's, it sounds like you do. I don't think Nebasha and the Slick Sickles are necessarily the people that we need to be worried about. Uh, they want us to clear these tunnels to use them, and then they want us to kill someone in their name, and then they're going to want something else that they're not capable of doing themselves. I so say we just say they're cleared, let them kill themselves on the traps, and we use these tunnels carefully. I'm personally not entirely convinced that Royalius didn't use these tunnels to get away. We followed him into Easton pretty quickly, and there was no sign of him. This would be the perfect place to hide. 
Kamaya, you're the one who saw it. Tell me if I'm getting this right. Mm. He killed someone. And he ran directly up a wall. 30, 50 feet, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there, yeah. What did this person look like? He is a dark blue tiefling with silver eyes. His horns go up and around and point towards his chin. And he had large knives for fingers and he was slicing up this poor person during the summer festival while this orchestra was playing in the background. We don't even know who it was. He like smiled and then he ran straight up the wall into East End. And that's where we started our search. We can't move from district to district when those gates are closed the ways that he can. So if we do start getting close and he tries to make a run for it, I'd love to know we have a way past the walls. Marmy said her good friend Rileus looked just like that. Uh, Marmy's uh, crying slightly but trying to look normal. <laughs> oh. Um, I never saw his knife fingers. So, but yeah. We did do the experiment in the flower shop where I didn't have a knife and then I put one on my finger and then I did. So I still think it's valid that just because he didn't have no fingers before, he could have been wearing gloves. Hey, man. You're right. Could not be him. It's possible. Maybe not. So this has been the same person the whole time. Well, Maybe. I mean, the one that she saw and uh, the friend that I know. Um, well, yeah, he does have silver eyes. And you didn't say anything. Emma right? At first, I mean, if it was your good friend, and then you found out they murder people, wouldn't you want to, like, talk to them first? She's, bre- she's breathing so deep. Um, <laughs> I don't want anybody else to get killed. It's not like I'm trying to protect him so he can keep going and killing people. I just want to understand why this person that I was so close to might be doing some really bad things. Um, And I wanted to talk to him before you guys did because I thought maybe you guys would kill him. And, I mean, I know maybe he already killed somebody else first, but... um, Look, we've all had a good friend who turned out to be a murderer, but, uh, you know, that's no excuse. Uh, Can we get out of these tunnels now? I'd like to keep moving if we can. I would love that. All right, so that's some trimmer. If you guys are all done talking about it, honestly, I, I, you don't have to be. This is a safe space. I go walk up to them and sit down and just look up because I feel really seen and heard. Trauma. Yeah. Uh, since I'm still kneeling down, I imagine, and now you're next to me, I put my hand on your shoulder and I say, Honestly, we don't know if he was brainwashed. If this was him, it could totally not be him doing this. It could be someone else possessing him somehow. So let's not just immediately think your friend was a big bad secretly. Okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Well, this has been really great. (laughs) But this giant dragon over here looks like he wants to eat me. So... (laughs) Uh, Which one? It, 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 <laughs> the the orange one over here. Orange one. Orange. I'm bronze. It matters. You genderless bastard. 
favorite terrain. Fair you genderless bastard. First t-shirt. Oh, there no, hold on. Hold I don't on. identify with the color. We'll plight, we'll plight Mike. Honestly. We're going to get canceled that's immediately. A first, that's the first time I've heard that. And uh, I'll allow it. That was beautiful because women are called bitches. Guys are called like dicks. dicks. But you're a genderless, genderless bastard. bastard. Yeah. Which... I don't it's know. weird. It's insulting, but it's kind of empowering. You yeah, know? it really is. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, oh. someone gets it. <laughs> hey, everybody! It's Mathar. I am the producer for Favorite Terrain. Here to humbly beg your forgiveness for the tardiness of this episode. It was supposed to go up on Sunday, and it was gonna go up on Sunday, and then it didn't go up on Sunday. I don't know what happened. It just didn't. Uh, in truth, we care deeply about the quality of this show, and we work really, really hard to keep it consistent. Sometimes things aren't perfect, we take a little extra time, and uh, we hope that you'll understand. That said, we are going to be working extra hard to get into a normal routine. So, you're listening to episode three of the show, and we will be putting out episode four next week. It's kind of a big conclusion to this arc that you're listening to. And then we're going to take a week off and we will be putting something out, but we're going to take a week off from publishing the normal story arc while we work on some stuff we need for the next arc. And then after the two week break, we'll get back to publishing on a regular schedule. Whether or not that's going to be weekly or bi-weekly has yet to be determined. Bear with us. It's all because we care so much about you, the listener. We want to put out a quality product. So we appreciate your patience. Now on with the ads. Favorite Terrain is sponsored this week by Tariki and Law. Every day, thousands and thousands of people go online. Oh, you're to, here. To, for, you're in here. Um, yeah, hey. You know this is where I record the ads. I mean, yeah, I've it's put like a you're sign on the door. always here. And sometimes um, I need to lay, have a place to hang out. Oh, okay. Again? No. I feel yeah. like we have this conversation it's bad a lot. this time. So, um, can I see that? computer from you if i could just grab that from you okay, really sure. quickly yeah here you go and then all right uh Torigian law forward slash favorite terrain the name of the show i'm in that show you are in that show That's right wild. yeah this is our sponsor so you go to torigianlaw.com slash favorite terrain oh hi holy fuck have you been in the corner this whole time mommy uh, yeah, I just... I w- Jesus, everyone just like, no no respect. It's just, now oh, it's a free-for-all. I, I, Hi, but Marty. I was being so quiet. I, wasn't I being really, really quiet? Yeah, you I were being really quiet. I didn't realize you were there. Creepily yeah. quiet. I had no idea. Uh, I've been taking pointers from you, Leaf. <laughs> you just tiptoe around on your little paws and no one ever hears you. It's probably why I can't quite find a few pieces of my gold lately. I don't know. It was unrelated. It sounds like, Marmy, you might need representation uh, yeah. against someone. Right. I feel like... Um, You've been wronged? I... Yeah. Okay, so what are you going to do about it? Well, I'm going to I'm gonna do what Leaf said, right? The whole law thing, uh, he was actually teaching me about it. It's for my use. It's. I think it's for everyone's use. I think actually sharing um, Mr... Terrigian would be the best thing for everyone. Yeah, there's plenty of uh, there's plenty of legal advice to go around. Uh, Leaf, you need protection, even though you're a uh, filthy criminal, allegedly, allegedly, but you still have rights, and as does Marmy. And if she's been wronged, someone has taken her gold. Someone. What bastard? 
Right. Now, Marma, you're going to go online. You're going to go inside okay. the box. You're going to go to the browser. You're going to type Tarigianlaw. Tarigianlaw.com. Slash favorite terrain. Favorite terrain. Yes. It's the name of the show. And it's simple. You ask, uh, you answer a few questions. Uh, you see if you qualify for a consultation. And I will never forgive you for this betrayal. I mean, what, what do you have to do with this? Nothing. I'm not involved at all. Right. So that's what you do. Consultation typically lasts around 30 minutes. I'll tell you what you need to hear in order to proceed with your case. And if you decide to move forward, Trigian Law offers a range of services at competitive rates with little to no hassle. So you can get on with the next adventure and put whatever it is you're dealing with behind you for good. Trigian Law. The advice you need, minus the bullshit. This is bullshit. Before we move on, I've got a map. Maybe I can point you in the right direction. I'm honestly less concerned about these traps and more concerned about this murderer that's running around. East End is the last spot we saw this guy. East End is where we started looking for him. And we left there pretty quickly when we thought maybe we could check at the docks. And now we're here and I really would like to get back to East End. I would like an exit. I think East End's probably the best I can definitely take you there. They would spin around and say, follow me. As the party marches on, the curving of these tunnels, the left and the right, you begin to see that when constructing these tunnels, they went whichever way that the makeup of the rock and stone kind of allowed them. And it curves around left and right. But you do feel like it is ascending as well. You're making your way. Career you also notice has just kind of a lightning pace and as you kind of make your way following them they just seem to kind of be hopping from stone to stone and making their way there are some moments where you feel like you have to squeeze through tight crevices between two rocks and you get to a point now where a career stops all right so we're about a third of the way there. Does anyone want to um, take a rest? I just wanted to say, since you corrected God, that's like the most iconic genderqueer thing ever, <laughs> is, is correcting <laughs> God with your correct pronouns. And I, I'm digging it. Thank you. So, Greer, go ahead and do a perception check as you kind of peer into this first opening. That's a 24. Oh, boy. So as you're peeking in, you notice at the bottom of this entrance to this cavern is a string from the left side of this cave, this opening entrance to the right side. And you see atop this is a crudely placed bucket right over the entrance. (laughs) Can I smell anything emanating from the bucket? (laughs) (laughs) You smell... What seems to be this corrosive smell, a sulfury, disgusting kind of drip from the inside of this bucket to the floor. <laughs> like it's going to fucking burn you. And it's dripping like it's like this wasn't a good choice. Probably wasn't the best container for this acid. Yeah. Um, and uh, I like to know how a bucket could contain this acid. That, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Nebasher would like to know this as well. I didn't say these were great traps. <laughs> it was a 10 DC to spot it. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like the smell of this. Come on, you got a big um, pokey stick. Yeah. Okay. I slide past everybody 
and I move to the entrance and I take out my bow staff from behind me on my back and I quickly two hand swoop and I try to hit the bucket away from us. You want to roll an attack roll? <laughs> That's a 22. To hey! So I miss. <laughs> 10 to spot, 30 to hit. <laughs> what you see on top is it's honestly not like you can see it peeking out the top. And it's it's more of a like, a, a, like you take your stick, you do a little spin with it. And then as you kind of poke up at it, you hit this bucket and it goes flying into this open um, cavernous area inside of this tunnel where it opens up really wide. Um, and it just flies um, about 20 feet ahead of you, hits the ground, splashes, makes a racket, but you hear this kind of uh, extra sizzle as it kind of starts to um, change the uh, composition of the stone uh, minerals that it lands on, and it just kind of starts to and kind of makes a little, uh, after a while, the the sizzling kind of begins to die down, uh, but you successfully disarmed that trap. Good idea, Lee. I just kind of uh, push my shoulders back, and I just walk straight into the room. Can do a perception check for me as well? Leaf leans forward a little bit to Diana and goes, small idea. <laughs> 13. The walls inside, they're very um, crudely dug out. Um, it is a large cavernous area. You walk straight in. Um, it looks like there's been a place where people have slept before. There's like a little like ashy areas where they might have done a little underground fire. It stretches out actually about 15 feet to either side of you, about 25 feet ahead of you, and up top you got about another 15 feet as well. It's much more comfortable. Gren is able to kind of stand and stretch. I feel much better now. You see another um, spot where the cave continues on the other side. I'd like to go towards kind of that second opening and start looking for any sort of traps. Okay, go ahead and do a perception check. Ooh, while he goes up to the door, I'm going to cast illusion on it. There's a wall there. Stop it. Uh, 15. So it reminds you of something that's happened before where you went to look, you saw something, then you felt for a second like there was no way through. And it seems like just the wall where a doorway once was, an opening of sorts, is now a closed piece of rock in front of you. But it seems suspicious. I'm going to kick a rock forward through the door. You kick a rock and it vanishes. I, I walk through. You walk through. How tall are you? Five feet. You do not hit your head, but your uh, your ears kind of brush the top of the cave and you have to duck immediately. <laughs> All right, yeah. So I was, <laughs> You see the illusion as well, right, Grin? Because just my paw hand comes back through with the middle finger. And I, can, I would see I would see like a translucent wall that I imagined there. I still do and it because I, I don't know hand. how your magic works. Yeah. Yeah, so Leave I flip you now. off and now I'm on the other side. And I just kind of like sit at a wall and wait for everybody to make it through. Like, Leaf is getting pretty frustrated. Diana kind of like, she doesn't understand and so she kind of like sticks her hands out and she's like waving uh, back and Leaf reaches forward and grabs her hand and pulls her through. I'm like, ah! And then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Gren snickers to himself. I'm gonna kill that fucking dragon. Hold I on. I swear to God. But but how does Leaf know that I am the source of these illusions? I want you to roll 
an arcana check. I'll take it. Why not? Pretty sure I have a negative in that. 13? <laughs> you can tell it's him doing it. The point stands. I pull Diana to him and I go, I'm going to kill that fucking dragon. You guys have not known each other long at all, right? Because <laughs> the dynamic here is really fascinating. And I kind of love it. I'd like to think it's because I'm here. I help people come together and be friends. You're the glue? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let the illusion fall. All right, so as as you walk in, um, you let the illusion fall. You've got your kicks out of it, and you make your way in. Uh, Leaf is kind of sitting against the wall. What you guys hear when you come through is just Leaf going, and honestly, the way I'd kill him, the fucking dragon. Oh, <laughs> Hello. And then I get up and I just start walking down the tunnel. As you continue down the tunnel, um, you see kind of this, these same sort of, you know, it, it's still slightly inclining as you make your way in. And you get to the point where it gets really tight at points. Most of you have to crawl. And then points where it opens up again and just kind of depending on the way that the stone naturally forms under the ground where you guys are able to make your way. Um, Greer, go ahead and do another perception check for me. Uh, 18. So you get to a point now where um, the the whole tunnel system just starts to open up. And it's not as abrupt as the last system you opened, you, you came into when the caves just started to open up, mm-hmm. but it almost like someone gradually start to get larger and then it almost kind of teardrops at the end of it. And you can see the end as well. To your right, you see what looks to be, with that perception check, a body laying on the floor. It's a humanoid figure that seems to have feathers. I think Greer would would stop dead in their tracks. All right, what is it now? I don't know, mate. This doesn't feel right. Do I see the body? Do a perception check. 17. So you definitely see that there is a body laying there as well. You smell it? I smell a lot down here, but I see a dead thing. Yeah, this doesn't feel right. There's not supposed to be anybody down here. Tell you what, we'll go check it out. And, um... I tell them it was heroic. I want to like wordlessly walk over with Leaf. Hello. <laughs> the body actually starts to move. Parts of it come up and it looks about to stand. Everyone go ahead and roll initiative. I had a point. <laughs> Definitely not okay. Diana, what did you get? Diana got a nine. Kamaya, what was your roll? Fourteen. Greer? Uh, got a five. Leaf, what do you got? Leaf got eleven. Gren? Gren rolled a twenty. Hey, natural? Fuck. No, it's an unnatural. Oh, unnatural twenty is my favorite kind. Um, now let's go to Marmy. Marmy got a big old four. <laughs> Shit. Hot. I'm actually going to give a first reaction round where you can do one thing, either an action or a movement to Leaf and Diana for going up ahead first. So I know something's coming. I want to cast Shield of Faith then. Uh, Read to me the way that does again. Until the spell ends, one willing creature you touch is protected against certain types of creatures, aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. And are you casting this on yourself? uh, I'll throw it over to Leaf. Um, And what what is the duration on it? What does it say? Concentration, that's 10 minutes. Concentration spells, um, they cease to exist if you cast a second concentration spell. Just remember that that is what but it is. But also, thank you. 
You're welcome. What does protected mean? Look, the next paragraph. The protection grants several benefits. Uh, creatures of those types have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target. The target also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. If the target is already charmed, frightened, or possessed by such a creature, the target has advantage on any new saving throw against the relevant effect. Let me first say, Leaf is willing. And let me second say, the only creature Leaf is already charmed by is Diana. Aww. Okay, I changed my answer as to who the fans are going to ship first. <laughs> Josh is sewing that seed so hard. Oh, man, I want it. Does it look like anything? Like, does, like, does a really cool glow or essence? Like It doesn't specifically say, so I'm taking some liberties. I want to say that I, like, throw my hand out, you know, kind of mom-like, like, hand on the chest, and then it's, like, a blue, kind of, like, foof. I yeah. like it, like a blue aura around him after yeah. that. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So Leaf is going to pull out his short bow and shoot at the creature. I rolled a, a 12 plus 6. That is an 18. Ooh, that's going to hit. And so he's going to pull it back, loose it, and then just look at Diana and wink. And we kind of have like a gold eye to gold eye. We're both a little shiny moment. <laughs> All right. And uh, yeah, I just shoot the arrow. Go ahead and roll damage. Nine. Nice. You pull back your bow and as you uh, loose the arrow and it flies in, you notice that it looks like it hits it right in the what would be its leg and the leg stops moving but the rest of the body continues to kind of oscillate and it looks like it's sitting up towards you. Four limbs to go. I would like to ask the creature that Leaf just shot if it's okay. And I am so, so sorry for my friend here. Um, he tends to jump jump the bow a little bit, so to speak. <laughs> I love it, absolutely. Jump the bow. <laughs> now, is this just going to be a free action, or are you, also, are you using this as your action to speak to it? I'm using this as my action. Roll a perception check. going to be a nine. As you're saying this to it, you notice that it's starting to sit up. Like the one leg is like limp, but the rest of the body kind of is churning and moving around and the head is kind of still creaked to the side. This creature has um, what looks to be a short beak. doesn't have any wings, but the limbs all seem to be feathered. The body is kind of sunken in and the face, even though it's covered with leaves, some of the leaves are kind of falling off. The eyes just seem glazed over as well. You see this little face, almost looks like it's looking out, and you see the teeth and two glowing eyes kind of coming out of this armpit of this creature. And as you're speaking, you notice this. Okay, I then say, never mind, you're gross. I no longer wish to speak with you. <laughs> Carry on, friends, as I sort of step back a little bit. Got it. Um, next up, Kamaya, what would you like to do? I'm going to move my full 40 feet to the right. Um, and I will hold a quarterstaff punch if he comes in my space. Um, next up is going to be Leaf. What would you like to do? I'm going to take uh, a few steps back. So I'm like kind of behind and between Kamaya and Diana at like a triangle point. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to shoot him again. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and take another, uh, loose another arrow that way. I'm going to double that, right? No? Okay. <laughs> You're going to double your dice roll. So, so, so bad. It's, it's like eight eight damage. 
I rolled a two. So four plus four. All right. So um, as you kind of are um, now taking another shot and you're, you're running back, you feel just this moment of like almost terror and disgust as this thing is still coming up. Um, and you take a shot at the little uh, head that kind of poked out of the, that right armpit of this creature. And you hit it and it looks like you just, just right between the eyes of this little thing coming out of its armpit. And the arm kind of goes limp, but uh, you still kind of see the rest of its body. You see a left leg and a right arm kind of now motionless, but the rest of its body is kind of reaching up towards you. And again, it looks like it's about to, uh, it looks like it's about to fall forward, actually. But yeah, you hit that. Uh, Diana, your turn again. Uh, how much can I move at a time? Um, you should have a speed on there. It's probably 30 feet. It's 30 feet. Yeah. Each and each block is five? Feet. Five, yes. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are you trying to move up to it? Yeah, I want to yeah. be right there. Okay. That's yeah, basically so. what I'm trying to get at. Is I want to be right there. Are you trying to be like, uh, let's see. So you There's got that diagonal spot five, to the left. 10, 15, like 20, 25. That's good. Right, right there. there is good. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to do a two-handed swing of my longsword. Nice. All right. Go ahead and take a swing. What do I Um. So the you're going to roll your swing? d20. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so it's a 17. So... You go and you run and take a swing. Go ahead and roll damage. You hit it. Which one's a d10? Uh, so your 10 looks like a... Yeah, there you go. It's like a diamond with extra sides. Oh, I see. So I got a three. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a... Do you add anything to that? Yeah, you'll definitely... Yeah, she rolled yeah. a one plus two. Plus two. And oh. then um, what else? I think that would be all that I add to it now. You run up with all this anger and you're you're really... Diana, uh, you see a moment of excitement in her like, finally we're fucking doing something. And she runs up and she slices. Um, and as she slices, actually the other arm that's now still moving falls off completely. And uh, the only thing that she sees though is that the arm is still moving. But... But she sliced the arm off, and she feels very confused. She feels like she did more damage to it than she sh- than than uh, what is like happening here. But you have a moving arm now next to you as well. So um, in this moment as well, coming out of that arm, you see now um, you see first the nose and the blood and the whiskers and the teeth, and you see this it's it's uh, like a, a three times this normal size rat kind of crawling out that looks like it, and it has like the guts and the insides of this being inside of its mouth still, and coming out of the rest of the body as well. You also see more rats coming out. Wait, inside of the body, there's rats. There are rats coming out from inside of the body. In the body? There are only three rats left inside of this body, and they crawl out, but they're just covered in blood and guts, and they kind of are now coming out at you to take some bites. You happen to be the one right in front of it, so all three of them are going to take a bite at you. Man, I think these are all three going to hit. So three rats take bites at you. Uh, I rolled a, well, let's see. The first one is a 15. Does 15 hit you? What is this versus? Um, Your armor class. Uh, No. No. Ooh, all right. So the first uh, bite actually um, goes to bite at your leg, and it clinks right onto one of your sewage-drenched boots. Exactly. <laughs> you give it two middle fingers like, fuck you, rat. Um, the next one. <laughs> <laughs> the next one was an 18. That's a hit. All right. So the 18 is going to take a swing at you here. Let's see for how much damage you're taking. Uh, three damage. Okay. A little nibble. And then the third one was a natural 20. So yeah. this one is gonna take another bite at you. <laughs> Roll the oh, Tim, it, it's a fucking one. All right, <laughs> of course. Um, your your cannon, by the way. <laughs> all right, so it's gonna be a one times two is one. I think it's at least a two, right? It comes to a two. We're gonna say two more damage plus 
the modifier of two, so it's going to do another four damage of that bite to you as well. All right, that's going to be their all turn. Greer. I don't know what kind of accent that was. I apologize. Greer, it's your turn. <laughs> I liked it. Greer. Apology accepted, <laughs> but I liked it. Uh, you can edit all that out. I am. That- <laughs> it's definitely not making it to the episode. Tim, are you free on most Sundays? Because I feel like I would love for you to not actually play, but just be the guy we talk about off mic that's sitting by John every session. <laughs> Even if he's not here, I'm still going to reference him like he's like, right Tim, next to me. Tim, you saw that? So. You saw that, Tim? You yeah. saw that? <laughs> I have a question, DM. Yes. This, is a, this is more of a mechanics thing. Uh, 5v... Can I take a bonus action before my regular yes. action? Yes. Okay, right. So I am going to move 30 feet. Greer runs forward, which is not necessarily in character. And then I cast Misty Step, which allows me to teleport 30 feet. And it's a bit of, you see a puff of a swirl of silvery smoke. And then just, I teleport across the room right next to Diana. And then I'm going to cast uh, Protection from Evil and Good. Uh, until the spell ends, one willing creature you touch is protected against certain types of creatures, aberrations, celestials, elementals, phase fiends, and undead. Concentration up to 10 minutes. All right, so you run up, come up right next to Kamaya, and then flash out of existence for a second in a ball of mist around where you were, and then coming up and putting your hand on Diana, you cast protection from evil and good. You wouldn't know that I was there. You would just sense like this puff, and then all of a sudden like a feeling of warmth against your back, and you just feel maybe empowered a little. <laughs> Shit, you totally <laughs> Studio Pet Studio Pet I get it, that's strike one, I get it I waited a couple seconds so you can cut it out You're so polite. You totally jizzed all over my moment, man <laughs> Oh, man Um <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, say, say that again. Go, let's, let's go back. Let's backtrack now. Okay. So the, before so, the pre-com. Before the yeah pre-com. Greer runs forward. There's a puff of silvery smoke. It swirls and then teleports across the room. And you hear, you can sense the appearance of the presence of someone right behind you. And you feel a light touch and then the sense of warmth radiating across your body. Wait, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Also thinking about cum and just like your explanation. God damn it! <laughs> you, you feel the presence of someone right behind, behind you, and then radiating warmth I quit. I quit the podcast. Your body. I quit the podcast. And here Jim I was. Anyways, um, she said thank I, you. Moving I teleport. On. No, no, no. Fuck you all. I'm, I'm retconning this. You made this happen. I'm pointing at him. I teleport next to Diana, and I touch her shoulder. Okay, so you see me, and I reach out my hand, and I look at you as you're being bitten. And I place my hand on your shoulder. Are you willing? Please. And I cast protection from evil and good. I was hoping at some point Shana would just say mood. (laughs) I'm trying to be so polite right now, Sam. (laughs) Holy shit. Absolute okay. love. That's the longest that's now, Marmy. <laughs> Marmy, you have eighteen turns before yours. It is your turn now. We made it. You are in the far back. It will take you your bonus action, regular action, every action, just to see what's happening, and then we're going to skip you again. Oh, 
great. Well, what would you like to do, dear? I need to move out so I What's can your move speed? 30 feet. Okay. Is the little white rat um, 60 feet from where I am? It's less than 60 feet. Okay, well then I will try to hurl an acid splash bubble right at it. Nice. All right, go ahead. Is it a roll for attack? Do I? What does it say there? The target must succeed on a dex saving throw or take 1d6 acid damage. Does it say what the save is as well? Is it your... Yeah. Roll. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the save? 14. I rolled a natural one, so it, it does not succeed. <laughs> Why did you ask? <laughs> because she tried to boss me around to tell her first, all right? <laughs> I'm just trying to establish that point. I'm actually the DM. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it takes one damage. <laughs> it was it was more like a, like when you blow bubbles. <laughs> just so now you guys are all focused on these rats. After Marmee casts this acid splash bubble that comes and hits the rat right in the eye, you all feel like you have this under control. And then you hear a really strange screech dropping from the ceiling. The teeth is what you notice first. And when it comes more into the light, a terrifying pair of mandibles and tentacles reaching out towards you guys as the feet around you kind of start to skitter towards. Kamaya, what would you like to do? Favorite Terrain is a production of Catacomb Party. It was lovingly handcrafted by the cast and self-published right here in California. For more information about the show, visit favoritepod.com or follow us on Instagram at favorite.terrain.